And now, Jalen and Jacoby. Where the fuck is Trump? Head to dead. Gotta give us what we want. Uh, gotta give us what we need. Worry about my posse getting jumped. Cause if we ever do, yo TV pop the trunk. Cause we make a pop the trunk and hit the switch. Now act stupid, I'll pop the trunk. <laughs> give me a He is Jalen Rose. What up, though? I'm David Jacoby. And on the cool check-in. Send the stage on the mic. And we're putting it on wax. It's the new stuff. We're Jalen Jacoby. What do you do? We get the people. What they want. Jalen Rose, you have some personal news. You know, we, 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 we put it all out here. We put it all out here on the pod for the pod exclusive listeners. Not going to be on TV, but what's going on in your life? I was just talking to my IG live fam about this. Jalen versus everybody, follow him. No question. I um dealing with a heavy heart. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm really fortunate that I have an amazing family, a terrific support group. Um, but right now we need their, we need everybody's prayers. Mm-hmm. My mother had biopsy surgery. They found a mass on her upper right lung. They're still trying to figure out what the diagnosis might be. They said it could be cancer. There's a chance she could have tuberculosis. We don't know just yet. She was released from the hospital a couple of days ago. But obviously, uh, this road to recovery is just that. So a lot of hospital visits, a lot of tests to be taken, possibly another biopsy surgery to be taken. So, uh, Forgive my mood. I understand. Forgive my mood. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask my coworkers, my friends, family, supporters, fans, whoever. Just, just forgive my mood. Of course, forgive my mood. Always. I, I'm asking for Always, patience. Always, my brother. I'm asking for respect, and I'm asking for prayers. Well, you got, you got my prayers. I'm sure the people listening to this, you'll get their prayers as well. Jeannie Rose is an amazing force of a yeah. woman, and uh, last time I saw her, she said that I was her son. And I'm a I'm a I'm a ride for her through this, just like I was. Thank you, brother. Of course, we are here for you. And you know, dealing with this, it really realizes uh, how important those closest to you are. Yes. You know? I'm, uh, yeah. I mean, like when I when I'm at home, I was I was just sitting there thinking when I was watching the Lions game the other day that I have 200 years worth of family in this house right now. Mm. A grandmother that's 102. I got a mother that's in her late 70s. Like, I'm so very fortunate. And at the same time, you know, when, you know, difficult news happens, you know, it, it tests, it tests your character in a lot of different ways, psychologically, physically, emotionally. Like, I, I, I just not realized that how much of a funk I was in when I got here this morning. Mm. And it's also like, it's not, um, if the house burns down, right? There's a roadmap. That's a tragedy, but there's a roadmap. All right, let's rebuild the house. Let's figure you out. There's something that you can actively do. And, you know, I've dealt with, uh, similar situations in, in people in my family, as you know, but when you get, when it's a, when it's an illness like this, whatever it is, there's no real action you can take aside from just being there and supporting. Yes. You know what I mean? Like as a man, a lot of time we want to fix, fix things. it. I'm going to fix it. I'm going to build you a new house. I got this. I got a good contractor. We'll buy some land. We're going to, we're going to, I'm going to fix this for you, but 
when it comes to these type of situations, hospitalizations, illnesses, as a man, you have to sit back and say, I, I can't fix this. So what you can do is just support and literally just be there. You know, there's no there's no pep talk that you can give that's that's going to magically make someone feel better. Mm-hmm. You just kind of have to be there in little tiny things. You have to build the brick wall of support brick by brick by brick. And those bricks sometimes are just, can I get you a glass of water? Well said. Just sitting there, maybe putting a hand on the shoulder. You know what I mean? Like, I think as men especially, we always want to fix everything. And you can't fix this. But what you can do is, like, just be there. Absolutely. And... For those that don't know, just a a quick snapshot of like what our relationship represents in my life. Everything. My mother's my rock. She has always been my number one supporter. She's always been my toughest critic. She 1000% has and will always be there to support me. Like I, I can, I can take you back to stories when I'm 11, 12 years old in the middle of winter trying to get to practice, trying to figure how it's going to happen. I could tell you stories about when I was young, riding in the backseat of the car, I moved the mat and I could see the ground. Mm. And stopping at a stoplight, putting my foot on the ground like it was Fred Flintstone. You know, that, I got a real whooping then. That was, that was <laughs> I got a real whooping that day. But but in all seriousness though, um, how about she gave how about she gave the landscape a name? Like so many times people look at me and be like, Jalen's the originator. I just popularized the name. I didn't have nothing to do with the creation of it. No. It was given to you. It was given to me. Yeah. And it has shown me how names are powerful because if you dislike somebody, you're not gonna name your son or daughter after them. That's an absolute fact. Yes. So with that name, I started to gain a sense of pride of being a role model that I didn't always have. And so for my mom watching basketball 24-7, 365, it don't matter who's playing. NBA, CBA, D-League, Big Three, WNBA. She watching. She watching. That's where I got my love for the game from. Mm. So it wasn't like somebody was talking to me about the game that didn't follow the game. My father played in the league. You know what I'm saying? She watched the game. Dave Bing is my godfather. She know the game. So when she telling me that was a terrible pass, you had three turns. Like, I'm like. You're right. <laughs> you say sometimes it, you yeah. think, all right. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't an argument. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that multiple people that are listening to this right now can tell us the times that they were arguing with their parents after the game. There was really no argument because she was always right. But more importantly, she was always there. So I love you, Ma. I'll see you tomorrow. Thank you, everybody, for your prayers and support. Let's get the people there. Whether you're manager in a large corporation, or you've built your business to be big, or you're just starting out a small business, there's no decision that will affect the bottom line of your business more than who you hire. The people that you have around you will affect the bottom line more than any other variable in your business. Just ask Dylan Miskowitz. For Dylan, hiring can be a slow process. As Cafe Tours COO Dylan Miskowitz needed to hire director of coffee for his organic coffee company, but he was having trouble finding qualified applicants. So what did he do? 
exactly what you should do. He switched to ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Its technology identifies people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. So you get qualified candidates fast. Dylan posted his job to ZipRecruiter and said he was impressed by how quickly he had great candidates apply. He also used ZipRecruiter's candidate rating feature to filter his applicants so he could focus on the most relevant ones. And that's how Dylan found his new director of coffee in just a few days. With results like that, it's no wonder why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just imagine that. You post on Tuesday at 2 p.m. By Wednesday at 2 p.m., you will get a quality candidate to consider. See why ZipRecruiter is effective for businesses of all sizes. Try ZipRecruiter for free at our web address. Right now, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash J-A-N-J. That is ZipRecruiter.com slash J-A-N-D-J. ZipRecruiter.com slash J-A-N-J. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. It is now time for Jalen of the Week. We start with the Jalen of the Week because the biggest news of the day is the game tonight and Jalen Ramsey's status with the Jaguars. They spoke about it. Let's listen to Coach Doug Marone. Jalen and I have always had a, a good, open relationship where we've always been able to talk. And we sat down yesterday. We talked about, you know, what's going on as far as he and I. And, you know, it's like anything else in this profession. You know, it's, it's behind us now. Uh, his focus is on playing and being doing the best job for his teammates. Um, and you know, my job being able to do the best job for the team. So, you know, that's, that's behind us right now. The conflict is behind him. Jalen's playing tonight. Everything's great, right? Everything isn't great. Oh. Because one thing you have to manage if you own a team is the reality of what's happening when a dispute takes place. Mm. At that point, you have to make a choice. If they trade Jalen Ramsey, that means they're choosing head coach Doug Marone. I'd rather have the all-pro football player than the, mm, we still need to figure out what type of coach. Mm -hmm. And so... If they move him, of course, if somebody going to say, hey, we'll give you two first, then you move him. But other than that, I am not moving who I consider the best corner in football. You know this is my favorite position, David. I know. I know this. And so I don't understand this line of thinking. This guy is so good. He hurt Tyreek Hill. I said this on the show. Nobody even paid attention to Tyreek Hill. I ain't play last week. Mm. Jalen Ramsey stuck him, fell on him, hurt his shoulder. This guy's so good. Tyreek Hill tweeting the body. Like, come, come yeah. play with us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. While he hurt. I want to see you in my uniform. While he's injured. That's a great point, Jalen. So uh, there's a lot of teams that are in the market for Jalen Ramsey's services. And some of those teams have even reached out to the league. Let's see this tweet from Adam Schefter, who put it into detail. At the beginning of this week, an NFL team reached out to the league office and asked whether Jalen Ramsey could play Sunday for that team after he played Thursday for the Jaguars, per a source. League informed the team no. That's a one game per player per week rule. Jalen, there are teams reaching out to the league that want him to play Thursday and Sunday. As someone who played how many games in one season? 83. Do you think he should be allowed to? He will not be allowed to. I think this is just a team that doesn't want to, a team that isn't able to acquire him just muddy in the water. 
Mm-hmm. Like, we all know you only can play one game a week. Yeah, that's pretty obvious. Everybody point. knows that. Yeah. But this will be like a Deion Sanders move on steroids. Mm-hmm. But Deion had two different sports. They both went to Florida State. But to see a guy play, but I can't front. I remember being a football fan thinking Sunday to Sunday, they need that time to recover. Now it's Sunday to Thursday. And then all of a sudden they came with the Thursday games. Yeah. So Jalen, how do you feel about your undefeated Detroit Lions? <laughs> Told y'all we going to win the I've NFC. I've got some good news for you. The Lions put a post up on Instagram about Jalen Ramsey. You know what Jalen Ramsey did? Smash the like button. Dog. <laughs> What's happening? Jalen's Jalen's walking. Oh, he's getting the bat. Dog. The bat's coming Dog. back. Dog. The bat's coming back. Dog. It's 2012 Dog. all oh, over oh, again. Oh, 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 oh. Jalen's got the bat. Jalen's got the bat. I love the bat. Who, who did this post? The I, actual Lions I think page? it was the Lions. It was, it was a fan about the Lions okay. fan put the post okay. up about him to the Lions. Jalen Ramsey found it. Smashed the like button. What's my favorite position in football? It's, it's all secondary, but mainly cornerback. What's my favorite team in football? The Detroit Lions. Who did I just say was the best cornerback in football? Darius Slay. Oh, I'm sorry. Jalen Ramsey. That was on Sunday. If you put big play Slay and Jalen Ramsey together on a football field, let me tell y'all something. What's that? Season tickets. No, Jalen, don't lie in the microphones. Season tickets. Don't lie in the microphones. Season tickets. I used to go to... I, now I have to divulge something. Oh, no. I kind of got off going to a Lions games. I kind of got off being a fan that went to a lot of Lions games the year we went 0-16. Mm, I can understand why. I, I, I was disappointed. I can understand why. I can like, understand why. I was like, y'all got to show me something. So I would just go to see Megatron. Like, all right, I'm going to just go to see Megatron. If we get... Hey, man. Let's make it happen. Let's go. Come on, Matt Patricia. Let's do Whoa. this. I've been waiting on something. A lot of quarterbacks have gone down Amen. in the NFL. One of those is Drew Brees, one of the premier quarterbacks of the league, and he needs to be replaced. Sean Payton came out and said that it's a two-person race for the starting job between Teddy Bridgewater and, my God, Taysom Hill. Here's what Sean Payton had to say. We'll approach this game with two quarterbacks. These guys have been here now two seasons. You know, it's it's just kind of taking a step back and looking at the things that we want to do with those guys in the game. And we'll have the right plan relative to what those guys are, are going to be doing. You know, I don't want to speak for everybody on the team, but I think the mindset is that, man, we're going to do whatever, every everything we can to win football games for that guy because he did so much for us. And, uh, you know, the hope is that in a few weeks he can come back and we're in a great position for him to step back in and, and do his thing. Jalen, you know I love Taysom Hill. Yeah, I love Taysom. A lot of people don't know about Taysom Hill's abilities. I love Taysom Hill. Here's the thing, though. Here's what I think is happening here. Sean Payne's going to start Teddy Bridgewater. He just doesn't want the Seahawks to know right now on Thursday that he's going to start Teddy Bridgewater. Do you think that's what's happening? There have been 32 snaps in the NFL this year where a team had more than one quarterback on the field. Mm-hmm. 31 of them were about the Saints. Yeah, you're going to see a lot of that. So this is who they are and what they do. They have the most productive quarterback room in the league. And I give a lot of credit to Sean Payton for that. And as all of the people that can hear my voice, when you get a chance, look at your team's backup quarterback. 
Look at your favorite team's third string quarterback. Oh, yeah. And then you're going to realize, I don't want that guy in the game. You're looking at the Panthers, Kyle Allen and Will Greer. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. maybe it, it, Cam it, should be in the game. In this case, the mad scientist, Sean Payton, is looking forward to this. He wants to show everybody that I can still find a way to get it done with these two guys. That's why I wanted to make sure that I had them on the roster. Moving on. You know what's going to happen in week three? The debut of Daniel Dimes. Danny Jones has now officially been named the starter of the Giants. I'm not going to go right through this stop sign, and I'm going to go right to the sound from Eli Manning and the man himself, Danny. You know, I certainly feel feel good about um, you know how far I've come, um, you know, and, and my preparation and my progress since you know since I got here in the spring and and uh, you know through camp through these first couple weeks. You know, I feel ready and, and uh, you know certainly looking forward to the opportunity. No other option but just to handle it and uh, do my job, support uh, support my teammates, support the Giants, do what I you know can do to try to help go into football games. And, and right now that's uh, you know getting Daniel and helping him and supporting him. You know, and it's again I'm not dying and the season's not over. So there's there's a lot lot to be positive about, a lot to be grateful for, and uh, you know and and so I just gotta you know kind of accept my new role and, and make the best. Yeah, I, I gotta say something. First. What do you have to say? That, that is great sound. And you did a professional, amazing job of teeing this topic up. But I have to say something. What do you have to say, Jalen Rose? This season has been a unique one so far. Okay. We just started college football. We got NFL. Mm-hmm. NBA is not even here yet. Mm-hmm. And I want you to realize something. What's up? Your Die Easy fandom has been at an all-time high. Oh, yeah. I'm, oh, week. yeah. Oh, I'm switching me, teams I, every I, week. I, I, week I, to week. I, 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 let me keep score for you. Because okay. you, you're not here to do that. Okay. I got you. Okay, okay. Okay. This week alone, uh-huh. it's been Danny Dines, yep. who hasn't even started a game yet. Doesn't have to. I don't even know the mustache quarterback to play for the Jaguars. Gar Minshew the second, my and, guy. And there isn't uh, a first. Yeah, I'm on that team too. Okay. Yep. Don't sleep on Jacoby. The Pelicans. Oh, the Pelicans. I'm on that. I'm on that bandwagon too. The Colts. Yeah, the Colts, of course. Lance, we got him in oh, the Lance, show yeah, yesterday. Yeah, I can't even say the name of <laughs> team he's on, but I'm a big fan. Look, you, this is how I do. This is how I do. Jalen Rose, now it's time for some very important news that matters. Who's the executive producer of your favorite television show? Courtney Kemp. Who is another Curtis sort of, Jackson. Curtis Jackson, also known as 50 Cent. 50 Cent has had a long-running feud with a rapper by the name of Ja Rule. I mean, this has been going on for over a decade. And the latest is that they're talking about um, doing a film about BMF. They're going back and forth about who's doing the real one. Well, during this social media beef with 50 Cent, which is something that no one should ever do, Ja Rule exclaimed that 50 Cent is banned from the city of Detroit. Mm. Jalen Rose, as a Detroiter, mm. do you support... Ja Rule's banning of 50 Cent from the city of Detroit. I got to make a phone call. Who you got to call? There's one person in Detroit that I call on for these type of matters. Okay. His name is Trick Trick. Trick Trick? Yes. He institutes and dictates the no-fly zone in Detroit. Uh, Something tells me Trick Trick is is not going to ban 50 Cent from Detroit. I would say... I'm enthusiastic about the BMF project. Mm, which one? <laughs> I love Curtis 50 Cent Jackson. Me too. Friend of the show. I love Ja Rule. And I'm in no position to ban anyone from anywhere. I'm in no position to say. But I told you who is. 
So I just have to double check with the OG. You're not banned from Detroit until Trick Trick bans you from Detroit. <laughs> That's what I'm taking away from this conversation. Yes, yes, okay. yes. Okay. okay, thank you. Just wanted to translate for our audience. <laughs> that looks like me. Right now in studio, yes, we indeed. are joined by yeah. one of the hottest fighters yeah. the UFC has ever seen, yes. Jorge Masvidal. Welcome to Jalen and Jacoby. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you guys for having me. Appreciate you so thank much. Thank you for joining us. So, I mean, a lot of people... Just learned about you from the five second knockout. Like a lot of people, are just like, oh yeah, oh now you're on the scene. But you've you've had a long time in this game. You started as sort of like a Miami Kimbo slice backyard Rest fighter. Tell everybody listening and watching about sort of your origin as a fighter. Wow, I've been doing this for a long time. Um, Sixteen years professionally, like three years in, in uh, some change amateur. But my dad will tell you I've been doing this since like four years old because he, he I don't remember those early ones, but he says that was the only thing that uh, captivated my mind, like a kung fu movie. And then I try to mimic the moves at the pre-K or at the daycare. So I, I've been doing it a whole life. <laughs> I can imagine. Mimic, mimic, I've got a four year old myself. I imagine mimicking the moves at a pre-K got you in some trouble in school. Yeah, oh, my, my dad says I went through a good uh, amount of daycares. I don't have any memories of this, but he says uh, by the time I was like five, six years old, I had gone through my uh Every day daycare in the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got a little reputation at five years old. In getting that rep, when did you realize you can actually make money from fighting and turn it into a living, a lifestyle? Um, well, once I started, like around my adolescence year, my teenage years, I started noticing, man, I'm really good at this thing, and I happen to love it. And at the time, uh, UFC hadn't taken off yet. It was like, I, I love boxing, I love wrestling. I didn't think I could combine the both together. And then this beautiful sport called UFC appeared, and it just... Since that day, it's took in my mind over. You know, I've never fallen in love this hard in my life other than when I seen the UFC. I was like, this is what I was made to do. You know? Nate Diaz, next opponent. How is your preparation for this fight different from others? Oh, man. When, uh, I'm the type of guy that when I have an opponent like Diaz that's going to question my soul, that's going to give it his all to, to end me, it, it just brings a little extra out of me. So every day... I'm just tormenting my soul, man. As messed up as that sounds, I'm just pushing my body, mm. my mind, just a little bit more than I did the last day before. And the last day before, I went as hard as I could. And the reason is I want to be prepared for everything that could happen in this fight. We're going to go 25 minutes. Let's do it. If we're going to go five seconds, let's do it. But I'm going to be prepared for whatever scenario happens. So... Your name has been associated with another name in the UFC fight game, and that's Conor McGregor. Now, you just said earlier today that the reason you're not going to fight him is what? Um, well, th this is what I know, but also the president made it clear to the whole world I'm, I'm too much man for him. Uh, that's not, I don't need to get uh, charges with a state or, or federal charges. Um, I'm just a competitor. I don't want to kill nobody, so I need to keep that dude away from me. Like the president said, I'm a little bit too much man. I'm 170 pounds of man. He's... He's not there yet, you know. So a lot of people want to see you fight Conor McGregor. And what would happen if you two fought? I didn't know people disliked him that much because they know what's going to happen, man. So I didn't know he had that many enemies, man. That's crazy. <laughs> mm -hmm. I thought he had more fans than that. Do you think that Conor's overhyped as a fighter? No, no, no. He's done some great things in the sport. I will not take that away. His two championships, the way that he won the championship against Aldo, one of the best 45ers, he's done great things in the sport. But like the president of the company said, this is too much man for him. There's, mm -hmm. there's leagues. There's you got JV, and you got like YMCA, and you got other leagues like the world class dudes. This is we gotta keep, they gotta keep us away. I'm on segregated. You know he's general pop. I'm I'm over here by myself. <laughs> wow, that is strong, and I love it. Fastest knockout in the history. We mentioned it. Five seconds. Ass Ren was down. 
And then you need him in the head. <laughs> What's up with that? I had to, man. <laughs> need him in the head and then the punches. I had I had to, man. He was talking wild and um I love to compete. You know, I just I, I told the world this was an easy fight for me. A lot of people didn't believe me stylistically. I don't think I could have showed the world that it was easier than than what I did, you know. I, it shows my skill set is not the same as it's not to diss him as a man or nothing, but I've been doing this a long time. I know how to box. I know how to wrestle. I've, I've devoted only my life to this. Some people haven't, you know, and when there's those chinks in the armor, I'm going to expose them, you know, so. When you woke up that morning, did you think the most punishment your head was going to take was from the braids or from Askren? <laughs> <laughs> the braids were tight. They were the braids tight. were tight. Yeah. You look at Clay. Yeah, you, you, you left the ring with a headache, but not because of the fight. Because of the braids. <laughs> as, as they were undoing the braids, I was like, wow, the tension's gone. You know? so that, that's a good one. You, got me, you, you threw me off there, man. So everyone talks about the super necessary, and we're going to get to that. You know what I mean? You kind of got you accidentally have like a catchphrase associated with you, and but a lot of people slept on the end of that statement when you said this. And it's not over for Ben either. He still has to deal with me. If I see him at Whole Foods, I'm gonna still slap that dude up because I don't like Yo. him. That, that guy sounds really mean for stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Is that you? It was the braids. It was the tension from the braids. I'm telling you, it was the braids. So if let me just show you a picture of what would happen if me and Jalen saw you in Whole Foods. Like, for real, does anyone go near you in Whole Foods now? Like, they won't even check. Look at us. We're just running. You're in Whole Foods. We're out. We're out. Like, I mean, like, the people that register don't even want. Does anyone go near you in Whole Foods? That's my question. Actually, yeah, I get I get uh, addressed a lot at Whole Foods, actually. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't they, talk they to you at Whole Foods. Yeah, no, a lot. I get a lot of people coming up to me at Whole Foods. So since we're talking about Super Necessary, we got a couple of questions we're going to ask. Yeah, so you're going to tell us quickly... Which what's super necessary about these things? You'll get it when we start. Let's do it. Okay, what is a super necessary Cuban food? Rice, beans, preferably pork, uh, plantains which are fried, called tostones. I don't really know how to say that in English. No, we know what they are. Yeah, everybody you know? knows what tostones. Oh. Our audience knows what tostones. So good. So, yeah. Got <laughs> you gotta have the the shake un batido. Um, I don't know how to say this fruit in English. Mame. I don't know how you say that in English. And uh, some avocado, man. Some grilled onions. You filled the whole plate. I like it. You filled the whole plate. I know what I'm having. So what is super necessary in the octagon? From from a fighter's point or or entertainer's point for the fans, you know? Ooh, I like the entertainers. What's super necessary to entertain the fans in the octagon? To entertain them. If if somebody's using the phone by any chance during my fight, I'm not doing my job. Mm. I should have you Mm. so captivated that you are just watching this fight and whatever I have to do to get to that point. If it's just bring sheer violence and that's what I have to do, that's my job to make sure that all the events of the day are gone. You just focus on this. You get to relax your mind, you know. So that that's my event as an entertainer. As a fighter, man, remain ice cold, you know. Get the job done no matter what happens, you know. Good point. What is super ne- necessary on fight day? Um... Peace, tranquility, man. I just get my mind right. You know, I just I like isolation a lot to to really hear the the voice inside of my head to to make those decisions I got to do. You know, because uh, that, for example, like my last fight, there's still decisions to be made right up to it. I, I read his body language right before the fight. I see how he's acting, everything, and that lets me extra know like, oh, he's gonna. There's no stopping this. He's gonna eat this as soon as I pull it off because of just of his body language. So there's a lot of decisions I got to make leading up to the fight. 
And to make those decisions, I like to be in isolation usually. Is that why you were smiling before the fight? I saw you smiling right before the fight yeah, started. Yeah, it was like, I got you, man. I, you, <laughs> I, I already see you coming. You're the checkmate. When, when you see me with a smile like that, that was a checkmate from him, you know? Okay, Jay, last question. So how would you... Defend yourself, I guess, against us. Imagine, no, imagine, imagine for some against reason you there's, guys, a, I'm there's the a mistaken, cops. there's a mistaken identity, mistaken right? Identity. And and we mistake you for someone that we want to fight. So we run up on you, trying trying to be violent. How would you defend yourself against? I'm calling us? the cops on you guys. It's a, it's a, it's you guys, yeah. you guys look like trouble, man. I'm, calling the cops. I'm pulling out my cell phone. Hey, get back, get back, get back, gentlemen. I got one more super necessary thing. It's only right. What is super necessary in a Miami gentleman's club? Because that's actually where we met in an Atlanta yeah. gentleman's club. Gentleman, when, um, to be sure, what's a gentleman's club? Strip club. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Got it>. <laughs> <laughs> Just double checking. <laughs> what's super necessary? Yeah, what's super necessary in a strip club? <sighs> Women, <laughs> first thing, and no, and no. Uh, please, women, I love you all. Of women course. fans listening, a gentlemen's club wouldn't be known without a women's club. So please don't take that the wrong Absolutely. way. Absolutely, but definitely the women first. You know, good music and great food. No if question. You're in Miami, about if you're not Miami, thank you. One, great food. We're gonna People have sleep great on food. that one. Yes. Two thirty in the morning. You're gonna get the best steak of your life if you're in Miami at a gentleman's club. Ooh, I like that recommendation. So, you know, you're from Miami, and I know you support the Miami Dolphins. How do you feel about what's happening on the field for the Dolphins right now? I, I haven't known the TV in a while. I support them, but I, I don't watch TV, man. In my you ain't missing TV, nothing. Yeah, yeah, you're not missing you're anything. You're not missing anything. You're not missing anything at all. What can fight fans expect from you and Nate Diaz on this big fight, biggest fight of the year for the UFC? Sheer violence, man. Just, just violence. Two dogs that are going to get in there that – don't know how to take a step back you know Nate's lost some fights in the past but his will's never been in question he's always going to give it his all he's gotten outpointed he's gotten uh, maybe out wrestled or something but his will he's never given up he's always tried to end somebody and that's always been me so until that last bell sounds or until one of us is no longer breathing it's going to be a battle it's going to be somebody trying to take somebody's soul are you going to get the braids for this fight uh I don't know yet. I just go with with that day, you know, maybe just a slick back like today, maybe the braids. I don't know yet. I just wake up and then the universe will tell me. All right. I want to say thank you so much for coming by. Everybody, UFC 240, 44, Nate Diaz, Jorge Masvidal. We'll be there. It's something. I will be there in the building. I will be there in the building. The world's greatest arena is about to be the world's greatest fight. And this man will be right there in the octagon giving it to you. Thank you so much for coming by, man. Thank you, bro. Appreciate the love. Pleasure. All right. I got a too hot for TV. Too, too, too hot for TV. Future face of the NFL, gentleman by the name of Gardner Minshew II. You know he's Gardner Minshew II? Dad's not even named Gardner Minshew. How does that happen? Dad's creative. <laughs> I'm going to make Quincy II. I'm going I'm to go fill out some paperwork. Quincy Jacoby II. So he's uh, famous for stretching in the locker room with his jock strap on. Nothing but his jock strap. So, a adult films company has reached out to Mr. Minshew. Not Jimmy Garoppolo? Offered him a million dollars. Not to do what they normally do, but just to do some fitness classes or something in a jockstrap. If you're Gardner Minshew, do you take the money? If you don't want to, don't waste the time. Looked up and down, said, hmm, I'll take a... Get that money. Get the money? Because it's in his wheelhouse. Yep. This is what he already does. It's He's not wacky. like... 
They're asking him to do something that he wouldn't ordinarily yeah, they're not do. Asking him to perform in one of their films. Correct. This is and he's a what type of quarterback? Was he the starter? The rookie backup quarterback? Ah, Sixth round draft pick, ah, I think. Ah, you get that money. I think that would triple his salary, to be honest with you. Yeah. You get that money. Definitely. Really? Yeah. But what, let's imagine, Gardner Mitchell does look good. Like, I'm not, like, I, don't, I know I make jokes or whatever, but like, he can run. He, he's, he's had some nice throws. Like, he's looked like someone who could turn into a real mediocre quarterback in the NFL. Okay? <laughs> Do you want that on your resume and your history? That you once took a million dollars from an adult film company? It didn't hurt Jimmy Garoppolo. He didn't take a million dollars from an adult film company. He took he, one, he took one of the adult film company stars out on a date. How much you think he got for that? Do you know how many women around the world were mad when they read that article about Jimmy G? They're like, you, you, that's what you're taking out on a date? I'm about to go in his DMs. If that's what the level of standards is, well, I'm going to go right into his DMs. Maybe it wasn't about the standard. Maybe it's more, he probably got a chance to see the performance value oh, no. of who he was oh, dealing I'm with I'm sure first. that's what happened. That's exactly, you know that he was just sitting by himself at the house. Let me find out what this person's name is. Let me just search real quick on Instagram. Right in the DMs. He probably got, he probably got a response in like 35 seconds. In 35 seconds. Right now it's time. To keep it moving. If you want to discuss the topic, you say hit the brakes. If not, me, you, and Method Man jump in the minivan and keep it moving. Are you ready, Mr. Rose? Let's get it. Cam Newton has a new shoe. Keep it moving or hit the brakes. Hit the brakes. Cam Newton was spotted in a walking boot. His status for week three is uncertain against the Cardinals. Jalen, I do not understand why they do not. Just shut this man down until he's 100% healthy and then bring him back on the football field. Why do they continue to do this in Carolina? I remember being on this show mm-hmm. like two and a half years ago, maybe even three, talking about the fact, in theory, Andrew Luck and Cam Newton were virtually dealing with similar shoulder injuries. Yep. Cam came back to play. Andrew Luck sat out. Andrew Luck ultimately ended up retiring. Cam Newton is still playing. At some point, you have to let this man heal. I know it's early in the season, and as a team, you feel we had this offseason. The whole offseason. We had this mini camp. We, we sent specialists to camp. his house to rehab. Yeah. He's 100%. You see it on the field. He's not 100%. Shut him down. The average person with eyeballs can tell that Cam Newton is not throwing the football well. Mm-mm. He's definitely not scrambling the way. I saw Cam Newton get tackled behind the line of scrimmage he's got on a fourth down. Five, I have never seen that before. Five by one carries. Person. Five carries, Jalen Rose. And so if this is your franchise guy, you have to protect him from himself. And if I show up and I see Cam in a walking boot, and what is the strength of his game? Running. That means that that probably means I want to make sure that he gets healthy before I put him on the Facts. field. He's only been the MVP before. Jalen, there's a team in the NFL that is baffling odds makers. Keep it moving or hit the brakes. I'm gonna say hit the brakes because it could be the Lions. It's not the Lions. The Miami Dolphins. They play the Cowboys, and they were, I think they had 18 points against the Patriots. The Patriots just blew right through that. So they're playing the Cowboys, and they're like, we don't even know where to set the line. Do we set it in the 20s? Wow. Like, 
what do you think about what is happening in Miami with the Dolphins? Miami probably will be a three-point favorite over Clemson and Alabama. <laughs> probably, yeah, they'd be favorite over that, for sure. This line needs to Home run the definitely be 21. Yeah, I'm talking like 22. It should be at least 21. And you know what I would do? I would take the Dolphins. Really? Huh. You think there's some pride in the locker room? I think what's going to happen is Dak has been amazing. They're going to feed Zeke. Like a yeah. Wu-Tang song. Oh, they're also they're about midway them. through the third quarter. Midway through the third quarter, they're, they're going to be like, yo, Zach and Dak. I'm sorry, uh, Dak and Zeke, you sit down over here. And they're going to be like, wait a second, you know. Dak's like, I got a contract coming up. Like, you want you want me to sit out, or do you want me to throw for four or five touchdowns? If to this get these line numbers? gets like you said, like twenty two or something, be. it's gonna be. I got. I, I never have bet on sports professionally unless you include fantasy or side bets, like when the Giants beat the Bills back yeah, yeah. in the day. And I won a triple fat goose. I would bet that line. I would bet that line. Okay. Next, the Cowboys. Are giving away free tacos. Keep it moving or hit the brakes. Hit the brakes. The Cowboys have released Taco Charlton. Why do you think they That's just released him? from Michigan. Why didn't they, why didn't they trade? They didn't, they didn't know trades, no fourth round pick for so and so. They just straight released him. What do you Matt, think about Matt that? Matt Patricia a grabble. Let's get him, him up to there. a player. Yes, bring him back to Michigan. Let's bring him back to the mitten. Next, someone is out Zioning Zion. I say, Keep it moving for now. Okay, we'll keep it moving. We're going to talk a lot about the Duke Blue Devils as we get closer to college basketball. Another state is trying to change the NCAA's business model. Keep moving or hit the brakes. I say we hit the brakes just because I want to know what state it is. Brooklyn Senator Kevin Parker is proposing a bill like the one in California that allows college athletes to make money off their name and their likeness. But he's adding an amendment of each college athletic department has to dedicate 15% share of their annual revenue to student athletes. What do you think about this little add-on that Mr. Parker has there? This, this is so Brooklyn, and I love it. <laughs> Shout out to Cass, Mano, and Fab. How about um, these proposals as they continue to pop up? States are going to start doing more of this. Mm-hmm. And I'm not surprised that it started in the states that are considered the entertainment capitals. Yeah. Los Angeles and New York, because they're used to having a different level of liberty, in particular for those under 21, to make sure they get compensated and they get taken care of by a lot of entertainment entities. And so for sports and college basketball, though, this is still a long way. Do you know what this reminds me of? The finish line. This reminds me of if you put like a, a cookie on the concrete. One ant comes and takes a little piece. Another ant comes and takes a little piece. And then after a couple hours, the cookie's gone. This is what's happening with these bills. Like, no, there's not going to be one death blow that's going to change the way that, that college athletics work. But every one of these bills is just another little crumb taken off the cookie. And eventually, it'll get to where it needs to be. Moving on. Pete Alonzo broke another record. Keep it moving or hit the brakes. Keep it moving. Keep we it moving. Keep it moving. We keep it moving. Finally, the opera received hit the brakes you know how much i love singing you love the opera come on you're at the opera house like once or twice a week season tickets season tickets to the opera a huge opera fan jalen rose little known fact in san diego opera someone put an address for the opera house on a coconut and sent it to the opera house jalen what is the weirdest piece of fan mail that you've ever received 
the weirdest piece of fan mail that was positive because I've gotten a lot of negative ones probably was panties. Got some sent to me before. What size? What size were they? They weren't. They weren't extra large. Okay. Okay. Did you write back? I did write back. I'm sure you and did. And all I said was thank you. Not gonna be able to do it. You're lying, Jalen. KD did a big interview with the Wall Street Journal. Had a lot of things to say about where he's headed and where he was. And he had some things to say about the Warriors' offense. And mm. Steph Curry was talking to our Rachel Nichols. And he responded. Let's listen to Steph We Curry. talked a lot about it throughout the, you know, the three-year run. Um, the word sacrifice in mm-hmm. terms of, you know, playing a little bit differently than we all have been accustomed to over the years. We all want to play iso ball at the, at the end of the day in some way, <laughs> shape, or form. But uh, I'd rather have some championships, too. We all want to play iso ball at some point. At some point. But we sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Is it, is, are we the media sort of making this a KD versus the Warriors thing, or is there some real tension there? There is some tension there because he would have stayed. Mm. So anything that gets said after that, you don't have to put a question mark. There's a period. He left. Final. Good point. And why do you leave a team that you make three straight NBA finals with? You're the finals MVP twice. You get injured the third year, and everybody knew you was leaving the entire time. We weren't surprised KD no, left. No, no. Right? An MVP player leaving? We weren't surprised. Why? Is because he always acknowledged that he didn't feel like that he fit in. He always felt like going there was going to take away the championship conversation from a great player that had already won scoring titles, that had already won MVPs. He wanted to eliminate that conversation from his critics. So once that happened, he can leave. Now somebody comes to you and say, why do you want to join the Nets? I love their culture. I love their style of play. I love everything about them. They were a six seed and got lost in the they lost in the first round of the playoffs. He left mm-hmm. off that part. Yeah, he did. Okay. And so I appreciate the honesty from both sides. I don't anticipate it's gonna be it no, I'll take this back. There won't be the tension. That happened when he went back clearly to OKC as a fan base. No, I won't be Or like with Russ. You win two championships. When they go back, it's still going to oh, be no. dash. Standing it's up. It's going to be hugs. Standing up. It's going to be, they're going to be 100. But Steph, as the leader of the Golden State Warriors, it's up to him to defend their honor, defend their style of play, and acknowledge those sacrifices. KD, now the best player for the Nets, is doing the exact same thing. I have no problems either way. It's time for you to take us behind the curtain. See, this is a good one. This is one that only someone who played many years in the National Basketball Association can explain. I do not understand what Kevin Knox had to say. Let's listen first to what Kevin Knox had to say. He said the following quote. It's going to be great for us. I don't think nobody is guaranteed playing time. No starting lineups, no minutes, none of that. Fizz voiced... That in a message he sends us. Everyone has to earn their minutes this year, earn their position. We've got guys now that's going to play hard, talk trash all scrimmage long, even though we're one big family, smiles and stuff after the game. But in between those lines, it's a totally different team this year. Interesting. 
When you think about the Knicks, they do have a lot of players that deserve playing time. A lot of players that think that they should be featured, but only so many spots on the floor. What is, take us behind the curtain. What is Kevin Knox saying about the no starting lineups and the scrimmages? Basically, I look for this year's Knicks to resemble a version of what I saw with the Clippers last year. Mm-hmm. A team that didn't have all-stars. But I said the first day they put that roster together, they got a bunch of vets that know who they are. Yep. That's why they've been in the league for a long time and hope to continue to be You look at those names. There's 10 names up there. I don't see one player that doesn't deserve to be in the rotation. I don't see one. And that's what you're trying to build if you don't have a superstar. If that was the case, you build around that person. Mm -hmm. But when you don't have that person, you build two teams. So now... Alfred Payton, when he's going well and he's flirting with a triple-double and he's locking down, picking up 94 feet, he's going to get more minutes. Same with Dennis Smith Jr. Mm-hmm. So I like what the I like the I like how they composed this roster based on Me the too. fact a lot of people felt like they didn't get the knockout free agent, which they didn't. But I want to point one person out. Julius Randle. Yes, all-star. With everybody not paying attention to, let me tell y'all something. What Zion averaged in college last year. That's what Julius Randle averaged in the NBA last year. 22-8. and eight. When you look at the Eastern Conference and the power forward position, there aren't many established Blake starters and, then who? and all-stars. Blake and then who? Blake and Greek Horford? Freak. Horford? Blake, Greek, Greek Freak, Horford. Yeah. Those are going to be the party. We always guys. leave somebody out whenever we do. You know, you can talk to me about Aaron Gordon Correct. or whatever. And you look, you see the fours that they have. They got Morris on that. And you know, he's going to bring oh, yeah. toughness. He's going to knock out the Bobby yeah, Morris, Portis. Morris isn't coming to camp like, I'm not going to start. I'm Correct. ready to be reserved. I, Nobody is on that list. I'm telling everybody, I love what the Nets did last year. I love what the Clippers did last year. I'm looking for the Knicks, coached by David Fisdale, whose forte is getting guys to play hard in development. To do that with this roster, they will be flirting with a playoff spot. I think they're going to make the playoffs this year. I think this is the year that they make the playoffs. Very quickly, one general manager of an NBA team had something very interesting to say to Sean Devney of Heavy.com. He said the following, quote, We've been getting calls all summer. There are a lot of things we are considering. The dust settles a little. You're aware of your weaknesses and your holes, so you find ways to address that. I think we're going to see more of that than usual. I think if you look at the market, there's going to be a very brisk trade market this winter for a few reasons. Basically, what he's saying is you will see more player movement during the season this season than you have in previous seasons. Do you think that will be the case? No surprise at all. Really, that's just a graduation from what happened this offseason. When you have finals MVPs like KD and Kawhi changing teams, all NBA players like Anthony Davis... Paul George, Kyrie Irving, Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook, Chris Jimmy Paul? Butler. Like, think of these names. This is the dream team. And so now, when those guys are settled, and there's so many dynamic duos around the league, it's about building out your roster composition. Except you can't necessarily make those moves, especially for players that just got signed, until like the second week of December. When those players, like D'Angelo Russell, for example, become available to be a part of trades. That's when you're going to see the moves that now we didn't realize that we were going to be able to acquire who we got. 
Now we got to keep building around them. So I definitely anticipate this taking place. Yep. Jalen Rose, I'm glad you have those glasses because we have statue. Jalen Rose is an excellent NBA analyst. Thank you, brother. Best in the world. Appreciate you. You are also the world's premier senior statue analyst, Jalen Anthony Rose. You take this very seriously, and this is an issue that we need to address. There are ways to celebrate people that have passed, and one of the ways that we do so is we have murals. There are two new murals in the borough of Brooklyn celebrating a gentleman by the name of Christopher Wallace, better known as Biggie Smalls. Biggie Smalls. Which led me to think, if only there was another way that we could celebrate the life and the contribution of Biggie Smalls and just really how much the borough of Brooklyn appreciates him. Maybe, I can't think of it. Uh, Oh, what's that? Biggie needs a statue in front of the Barclays Center. How many times do we have to say this? We've been saying it for four or five years. We got y'all to take Captain America down. We will continue to stand on our soapbox to use our platform to campaign for a statue of Biggie Smalls in front of the Barclays Center. Here's the thing, Jalen Rose. I have a proposal for you. Okay. If I find an artist that can make this statue and you approve the design and I get a reasonable number, will you pay for it? And we put it on wax. A reasonable number. At a reasonable yes. number. Yes. And then we'll put it on the back of a truck and we'll bring it to the Barclays and just put it there and see what happens. This, this, this sounds like, like, like $10,000. Oh, I was thinking like three. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yes. let's start low. Yes. Let's start low. Yes. I'm done. thinking 3000 Done, done, If you done. make statues, hit me. Slide in the DMs and we'll make this happen. Shout out. Finally, someone who's a friend of the show, an important person who contributes like yourself in the world of media, in professional athletics, and in the community, was celebrated last night. CC Sabathia made his 306th start for the New York Yankees. 306 starts for the Yankees. He's going to Cooperstown. Yes. And last night, he pitched there in Yankee Stadium and got a full standing ovation, got the full treatment from the Yankee faithful as he walked off the mound. Jalen, you know, I'm a Red Sox guy, not a Yankees guy, but even this warms my heart. Absolutely. And he represents a lot of unique boxes. Mm-hmm. An African-American pitcher from mm-hmm. the United States, mm-hmm. born in the Bay Area, a lefty. Yep. His body type. Yep, round. His endurance and his ability to have so much success for so very long with the Yankees. Yeah. It's truly impressive what he's been able to accomplish in his career on the field. I look forward to working with him more at ESPN off of it. So, Uh I know we give Jacoby a lot of crap about his hygiene and his showering. Habits or lack thereof. Am I gonna? Am I but gonna I'm like here this? to defend you. Oh, hey! And challenge Reg at the same time. My guy, I like the sound of this. What? How about this, Jacoby? I like this. Talk to me. What? Just this morning. What happened? I was running a little bit late for the barber. Okay. So I let the barber in, jump in my steam shower, do what I do. I come back downstairs. Now, when I let him in, I had on. Shorts, undershirt, do-rag. Okay. Right? Yeah, that's around the crib. It's normal. But when I got into the chair, after I got out of the steam, he noticed that I didn't have a do-rag on. And he said to me, people who keep their waves spinning don't take a lot of showers. 
and put a lot of shampoo in their hair because that makes your waves looser. Yeah, I see what's happening here. You're- so what I want to ask Reg. Oh no, Reg the ledge. Has having waves affect your showering habits? And I want to ask people who listen to the show who have waves. Do they avoid taking showers? Because I take Listen, at least two a day to protect their weight. Call 985-80-Jalen and give Jalen. Yo, Jalen is a he's a veteran and he's an expert at many things. Like there are many aspects of life. You've been you've been in the public eye for so long. And this ain't you one. Are, you're a student of human beings. But there are certain places where you just have intellectual blind spots. You're trying to get your waves up. Other people out there have more wave experience. Call 985-80-Jalen and tell Jalen how his showering patterns should change due to his desire to have the wave spinning. I feel like you're accusing Reg of not showering that much because his waves are spinning and yours aren't. Well, I this is an accusation. usually people... That's what it feels but, like to but me. But what I'm putting out there is usually a lot of people that you see having them spinning, the sacrifice that they're making is the shower. Interesting. Reggie, say in my ear, if you have shower less to keep your waves spinning, do you sacrifice showers for the waves? Nope, nope. Nope. What about so you take just as many showers as yep. you normally would? Yep. 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 Do you get your hair wet when you take a shower? Do you wear a bath, nope. bath cap? Nope. 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 Maybe so, that's the so, answer. So, wait, 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 wait. Do you wet your hair in the shower? Nope. Interesting. How about that, Jacoby? Interesting. I could never imagine taking a shower and not wetting my head. What? Do you wash your legs in the shower? Yep. You lie. <laughs> you lie to the You're people. You're wax saying you don't wash your legs. We out of here. We out. <laughs> I got him. <laughs> Jalen, what up, Dell? I, I I've I've tried to get better over these eight years about putting you on the spot. You know what I mean. I want to put you in a position to succeed. I want to say I want to throw you alley oops. Thank you, brother. Love but I'm gonna too. do the opposite of that. What's the phone number people can call if they want to call into the show? <laughs> Nine eight five yep. eight zero Jalen. Yes, 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 gotcha, yes, huh? yes, yes, yes. If you call nine eight five eight zero Jalen, you can leave us voicemails. If you leave us voicemails and Reg likes them, he'll play them on the show just like Yo, this one. what's up, Jalen and Jacoby? It's your boy Zay calling from the Carolinas once again. Of course, I got a shout out, Reg. Reg the Ledge. Shout out. So listen, I really need some help from my OGs on this one. So uh, about a week ago, I was at a gentleman's establishment, and I met a very famous NBA player. Now, he's retired, and he lives here in Charlotte now. I won't put him on blast and say his name. I'll just say I'm 27 years old, and he was everybody's favorite player growing up around my age. He's a cultural icon, and I managed to get a picture with this gentleman. Now, the problem here is... My significant other did not know I was frequenting said establishment. So y'all guys got to help me out here. What should I do? Should I post a picture and just deal with the consequences later? Or should I just kind of keep that to my personal file? Let me know what I should do. I really need you guys' help on this one. Once again, shout out Reg. Keep getting checks. Keep giving the people what they want. Zay from the Carolinas, please help me out on this one, guys. Great voicemail from Zay in the Carolinas. Zay is at a gentleman's establishment that he frequents. He sees an NBA legend that lives in Charlotte, Michael Jordan. And he doesn't say their name, but they live in Charlotte. He's 27. He was everyone's favorite player growing up, Michael Jordan. And he gets a picture with that person. He wants to know, 
whether he should post a picture and deal with his girl finding out that he frequents the establishment, unbeknownst to her, or does he keep it like a G? Let's make it Jacoby. Just not post a picture Jacoby. And avoid the problems. <clears throat> David Jacoby. I don't know if it was Michael Jordan. Let's make it I'm going to tell you who it was. Oh. Let's make it it was not Michael Jordan. Oh, he you're, said there were 27. You're, you're a little enthusiastic about that guess. I'm going to let me let, let, me, let, 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 let me tell you. Let me tell you. You, you. you had your chance. Now let me take my time. I'm listening. I'm going to tell you who I think it was. And we're putting it on wax. Bubba Chuck. Oh, yeah. There you go. That's who it was. There you go. If you don't know who that is, just Google it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, here's what I have to say about the picture. I'm a little disappointed in you. Normally, J&J fans are the cool ones. Not the kind that come up to you and try to take a picture in a strip club. You can take a yeah. picture, but not in the gentleman's establishment. I'm a, I'm a little disappointed in that call. I mean, Zay calls a lot, you know, so I think that he's close enough to us that we can criticize him a Zay, little bit. We Zay, appreciate you, Zay. Zay, you know you are brother. And Jacoby and I understand that you are having an amazing evening. Mm-hmm. But A, you shouldn't post a picture with a, anybody nope. from a strip club. No. Nope. Not even a celebrity. With anybody. And also I'm going to equal- give you an equivalence. The equivalence of taking a picture with somebody in the strip club is like taking a picture with somebody in a bathroom. Preach. Facts. Preach. It's a, yeah, I'm here. You're here. But let's not talk about it. When I'm in the stall doing my thing, we don't have conversations. You see my shoes, you know I'm in there, but we're not gonna, you're not gonna say what's up and have a conversation. No. I'm here, you're here, but we're here independently. That's how the strip club works. Also, Zay, if you post a picture, you might not have a podcast with him years later. Cause when you said you were in the strip club and saw a retired NBA well player. Well said! I mean, that's, that's the origin story of this program, Zay. I didn't take any pictures. Nope. Say what's up and kept it moving. And it also, let me get to the <laughs> angle about your girlfriend. Yeah, good point. There are going to be times in life, Zay, where you do things that you don't have to broadcast to the world. This is one of them. You just hold that picture for your personal. Yeah. Show it to your friends. And also, let me just say one thing. I'm not retired from the strip club. I'm semi-retired. I'm in the I'm, I'm, I'm in China. I'm in China in the strip club. You know what I mean? You're I'm in the G League. I'm in the Stephon Marbury China. I'm, I'm done with Lance. it. I'm still playing ball, Lance. but not that well. You know, but I'll still go for once in a time again. And here's my policy with my wife: I will never lie to her about where I've been. Never. You know what I mean? Like you don't gotta hide these things. Nope. I don't come home and be like, "Hey, Joey, I was just at the gentleman's club." Nope. But I will never lie to her about where I've been. If she asks, I'll tell her exactly where I've been. And I think that should be your policy too, Zay. Don't be ashamed of your moves. Preach. You know, don't be ashamed of your moves. Be honest with your girl. You don't gotta hide stuff from her because you know what happens if you hide and stuff. She hides stuff. Yep. Gotta have a full disclosure policy with your lady. That's the only way. To, that's the only way that's gonna keep it. Keep it. You know, keep the longevity going. And you want your girlfriend to become your fiance and become your wife. Yeah, you don't want to hide stuff. You want to let her know why y'all still dating that you like to go to the strip club. People tell me secrets. And I'm like, you know, I'm gonna tell Joey, right? <laughs> like, this is how this works. And you know I got, I'm tell Joey. I got the best advice. Yep. Take her with you. Like, is this seriously, Zay? Seriously? Take her with you. Yeah, she'll go. If you ever thought you got a, attention at a strip about. club before? Watch what happens when you take her with you. It's going to be double and triple and quadruple.
but the noise is right. Because the one that you tried to have too many drinks with and get her number, you take your girl there, she gonna come up to you. <laughs> she gonna come up to you. <laughs> Zay, I don't know if that's the best advice, Zay. Now that I think about it, I think the honesty thing is probably a better move. I think that's probably a better move. Thank you for the call. We really appreciate, appreciate the you, Zay. Let us know if it was Michael Jordan. We won't even put it on there. Bubba it was, Chuck. It was Bubba Chuck. That's probably because he said he was 27 as everyone's favorite player growing up. It was definitely Bubba Chuck. Yep. And it's Shout my to, job to know to Bubba Chuck. everything about Shout out. all of these athletes at all times, including where they live. <laughs> Appreciate the calls, eh? Appreciate everybody that calls. Don't forget to call 9580Jalen and leave us voicemails. We'll be back tomorrow. Jalen Rose handling his own business. We have two very special guests, one brand new co-host, and also the return of one of my new favorites. Find out who that is. Tune in tomorrow. Why is that here, right? Done. We're not done. We're not done. Speaking of the hobbits, let's talk about LeBron James for a second.